spirituality, consciousness, health, and mindset. Welcome to the Ascend Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Chris Hopper. And I'm Dan Harrison. Together, we are all wisdom and knowledge seekers. Hey, what is up everyone? This week on the Ascend podcast, for the second week in a row, me and Chris travelled down to the capital city of the UK, the city that never sleeps, that's what people call it, Landan. And for you non-Londoners, it's London. <laughs> but anyway, this is most likely going to be a place that me and Chris on a regular occurrence are going to be coming down to, to London, to record in-person podcasts. So from now on, like I've mentioned in previous episodes, there is going to be no more dodgy Skype in-person conversations. As from now on, all these conversations are going to be in-person. And also as well, not only just in-person, we're going to also video all of these conversations too to give that visual aspect. And they will be available on the Ascend Podcast YouTube channel. So anyway, today's guest is Luke Miller. He's the co-creator of True Theory. And his page reaches millions of millions and millions of people each month with the intention to focus on the world solutions for the planet and inspirational content. And he is a writer, a poet, a thought leader, and an all-around great guy. And anyway, this conversation went all over the place. Luke was such a laid-back guy, and it was such a laid-back conversation. We talked about absolutely everything. We talked about waking up. We asked the question, is there a blueprint behind who we truly are? And Luke also fired a, a powerful question on us. He said, is there one thing that we can all agree on? We talked about ancient history, control in the media. We talked. We even went at the end of this, we talked about conspiracies. But anyway, the in-person element is something that we really do want to do from more and more in the future. And sitting down with a person, person actually in physical presence is much better. And we both feel that it's also so much better for you listening to this thing as well. But not only do we want to start doing the in-person element, we're going to video all these conversations too. So not only that you can hear these conversations better, but visually you can see them. And behind the scenes of this podcast, we really are working on hard putting this in place for you all. And we're really working hard on getting this in place and putting and getting some very interesting people in place too. So a lot of these in-person elements are obviously going to take up a lot more of our time, plus travel costs, renting a place and better equipment and things like that. And as you know, on this podcast, we've never asked you for anything from you. We've never bombarded you with stupid advertisements or products, just like everyone else is doing. But we're putting it out, out to you now that we're at a point with this podcast where we really do need some help to push this podcast to the next level. And if you want to help us create and be a part of not only this podcast, but a, but a movement in general, please help us push this podcast to the next level. In any amount that you choose to support will help us. And in return, as well as supporting the podcast, you will also gain access to a Patreon-only private community page. And on that page as well, there's lots of bonus podcasts and bonus conversations that are going to start even ramping up and getting even better. And we just added a one last week called Could Einstein Fix a Washing Machine? So if you want to listen to that and you want to support the podcast, please help us out by supporting the podcast for our Patreon page. So anyway, without further ado, Luke Miller, enjoy. Hey, 
do this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, thanks so much for uh, doing this as well. And uh, so I actually wanted to bring up with you first off as well, because obviously I know that you run the air, obviously the you've run obviously many different powerful media channels like alternative conscious media channels on facebook and stuff like that and websites i mean do you i mean we would live to me anyway it says that we're living in a beautiful time where there is more alternative people just like you just like us as well sort of pushing these alternative new pathways and new information for people to sort of think no this is not the way it should be and stuff like that i mean it's beautiful because we're in a time now where there's there's now this movement going in the direction where pe- more people in society are craving sort of alternative information and things like that. I mean, have you have you found that in general in your journey that more people, I mean, even more people you know and stuff like that are more craving this sort of alternative, like news and alternative information? Yeah, for sure. I, f- I feel like at the moment um, there is actually like a, a spiritual awakening happening on a mass level. Like it's uh, um, and it's e- it can be easy to miss for some people if you're not kind of in. Um, on the front lines of it but um when you actually put your attention in something and you focus on it you, you see that it is happening uh, for one like the emergence of uh, websites like i work for the website truththeory.com and um there are back maybe 10 years ago there were just a few of these kind of websites floating around you know now there's hundreds of them yeah. like popping up everywhere and i think it just shows i mean some of it starts off like with things like smiley happy memes on yeah. facebook and stuff you know which didn't used to exist before but it just shows that people are kind of craving this uh this thing you know like this unknown thing you know and it's like you get told this thing doesn't exist but you know you kind of feel um deep within you that there's there's something more so um i find found that we are actually going through like a, a, a spiritual awakening and um it's very apparent in um in day-to-day life you know like um for me personally you know i used to be the crazy one (laughs) my friends (laughs) you know i still am a little bit the crazy one but the conversations have changed a little bit with with a lot of my friends like before it was like oh luke's uh luke's going crazy and now it's more like oh what 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 was that you were saying in that facebook post or what was that you know so kind of like there's more uh um questions being asked about these kind of things but also like in place like the gym and stuff you know like i, I used to go, go to the and train and i wouldn't really uh these things wouldn't really come up but now you jump into into the sauna and you start talking about like uh the egyptian gods and stuff you know and people are like you know people know about it and they're yeah. talking about it and things yeah just uh, I, I just feel like conversations are changing and a lot of things are, are changing so yes like uh yeah there, there is this emergence that's happening and it's beautiful to be a part of it and see it unfolding yeah i actually find that a lot as time as like in my normal day-to-day job um it seems to be that i mean maybe maybe it's because it's something inside me there's some i mean because there is a connection that we don't understand between us all and um if you like in having a conversation with someone especially when i'm if i'm at work and in the past when i wasn't i didn't have this all this i wasn't tapping into all this information and tapping all this alternative information in the past i would have just had a conversation about something that wasn't really valuable Mm -hmm. but now it seems to be that i've raised my sort of frequency or whatever you want to call it it seems to be that people are like more deceptible to it the more they can like you you'll you'll you they'll say something and you'll say like one little gem and they'll be like, and then they'll test them and they'll be still say oh yeah yeah oh what do you what do you, what do you say about that oh yeah yeah come well, let's see this egyptian pyramids oh have you seen this have you seen this seen <laughs> yeah. this seen this seen this but it seems to be this something that happens with when you start tapping into something so someone someone else can recognize it without even you sort of telling telling mm. someone do you, i mean do you feel that as well yeah it's like uh you know it starts off I find like 
I have a, a, a an ability to spot people, you know. So yeah. I'll be like sitting in a Westfield shopping center or something, and like everyone will just be like flying around, and then some, <laughs> someone will just float along, and I'll be like, "Oh, hello," <laughs> you know. And then you kind of like uh, connect, and then like four hours later, you're smoking DMT in a <laughs> in an Airbnb or something. <laughs> you know? I'm joking. That that never really happened, but you know, it's kind of like it's just weird how these things kind of unfold. You know, like it's uh, um, there seems to be like a thinning of the the vowel and it's like the um yeah really uh magical um openings and stuff yeah yeah i was just gonna say that see that's what this movement's all about i mean like like you said a lot of people weren't engaged in like stuff like dmt i mean like like, if you asked me 10 years ago what dmt was i thought it was a video game or something (laughs) it's not a wrestling move (laughs) don't do the dmt on it this is what i love about it right now is that because you you give like a proper emphasis about it like um on on two three weeks it is something which is amazing. It's an incredible experience, but it is something as well that's just to be enjoyed. Like you, you get the understanding of like life is just to be enjoyed. It's just mm-hmm. a game. It's yeah. just an experience which we're just all meant to be one. I mean, how have you found that? How have you found like your understanding of life? Um, I guess uh, it, it's a, a bit of a process. Like um, I ha- maybe like eight years ago, I had like what people might call a spiritual awakening, you know, and then it wasn't long after that that I had this like Kundalini awakening, which was like this explosion inside of me. It was hot, like uh, when I was doing meditation and it was just like insane. And uh, in that moment, like after that, it was like true oneness that I felt. It was like, oh my God, like we're all the same thing. You know? <laughs> it was just like everything just kind of made sense. And it was like pure ecstasy, um, which lasted. I had this euphoric high that lasted for a very long time, like six months or something, you know, and um, in that it became a little bit um, erratic, you know, like a, like a bit forceful, a bit like, oh my God, everyone can see that what's happening. We're waking <laughs> up, like, you know, and it was like a bit like uh, pushing people in like certain directions and stuff, you know, and like uh, becoming a bit forceful with it. And then that become a little bit serious, you know, oh, you have to sit like this, you have to like, you know, and you can... Yeah. Uh, um, start to take life too fucking seriously you know it's like you yeah. have this uh, like thing and then all of a sudden it becomes like really really uh, you know dogmatic and serious and like um, yeah so I guess there's like uh, patterns and waves and things like come and go and you feel like you finally reach some kind of level of understanding and then when you get to that level of understanding you realise that you don't really know that much <laughs> you know and it's yeah, kind of like yeah. it seems to come and go in these uh, in these waves I think uh, a pyramid's the uh, a good metaphor you know it's like you have like this bottom bottom layer you know and uh, you kind of uh, um, work out that layer and then you, you move up you feel like you've reached some level you know yeah. but really you're just moving to the next level and yeah. you know then you become a beginner in that level and then to the next level and you become a beginner <laughs> you, in that then level then you get to the top of the pyramid and you're right on the top and then it just the balance just tips it upside down you go <laughs> yeah. right, and the, yeah. and just the pyramid reverses and you got to go up again <laughs> yeah you got to do it with your hands it's like yeah some yeah so really uh i think that is it it's like we're a, we're climbing a pyramid in a in a world of infinite pyramids so it's like you know once you get to the top of one you maybe uh yeah just reach another one and i guess it's um I feel like the room for error kind of gets uh, thinner the, hi- the higher you get up this pyramid, you know? So it's kind of like, um, but yeah, I'm, I, I guess uh, coming back to what you said about like taking life too seriously and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's like that is um, something that I decided after going through this crazy spiritual awakening, taking things so seriously and like, you know, like um, just like, if you're not having fun and you're not enjoying what you're doing, then, you know, you might as well not, not be doing it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. life is, 
at least this time around because like we may be here lots of times you know yeah. um <laughs> it's short you know and it's like yeah just uh um don't take it too seriously and, and try to try to enjoy it as much yeah as possible. I, I think that's fascinating that name something I, I was thinking i thinking there like when you were speaking there like i would like know like you seem like very cool the back guy now you've like Comp- you got your head screwed on like, even though your friends might think otherwise but uh, <laughs> I think you have um, what, what was your life like before you were awakening like mm. how was it then uh, um, did you feel a bit lost or yeah you, you I mean I, I had a very different life it's really interesting uh, um, from I I, I never liked school and from maybe 14 15 i just stopped going to school i started taking drugs and uh you know really kind of just uh, partying a lot and um every weekend i'll be out drinking um taking drugs and uh um i sold drugs i was a professional poker player for a little while which was kind of interesting but at the same time not really fulfilling but it was good fun for some of it but it i just i guess my life was just a bit of a mess and uh i always had this craving to you know like i wanted something more and i was searching for it i never really yeah. wanted to work a, a nine to five or anything and i didn't really do it for that long you know i kind of went into it and done the commute enough time to realize that it wasn't for me you know and uh I kind of just had, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, it was a bit of a mess. And then um, I had this thing and it was still a mess. <laughs> and it's still a mess now. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, still, <laughs> I'm still trying to work it out, but um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a fun mess. I guess there's the difference, you know. I, I actually put this down on Facebook earlier, like, you know, like, I don't think anyone really knows what they're doing, you know, because I was watching Joe Rogan doing a stand-up uh, performance yesterday and he was like, you know, no one really knows. Like, like none of us really know. Like, if you think about, like, how, you, how your heart beats and, you know, like, you take all these selfies on your phone. Like, do you actually know, like, the technology which goes into that? You know, it's like all these different things, like how, like, how our anatomy works. Like, no one really knows, you know. Like, it's kind of like another point he touched on was, like, if, like, everything was taken away and it was just, like, you, like, you wouldn't really know how to work everything. You wouldn't really know how to do everything. Like, society would just kind of collapse and what would happen to you? I don't really know, you know, it's kind yeah. of like really interesting, like uh, that no one really knows what's going on, you know. Is it, so, is uh, yeah. I love, I, love, I, love, I love that. That's brilliant, honestly, because I really, that's exactly how I feel all the time when I'm when I'm walking around and stuff like that. I'm like, what? I keep saying the question, I've said this loads of times in the podcast, but I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? What are we seriously doing with ourselves? But it, it go, I think it goes for everything. I mean, it goes for it goes back to the conversation of our beliefs I mean we hold our like we hold ourselves our beliefs so tight for ourselves we hold our like we were talking about earlier before we start this podcast our name and everything like that we we just would put we put so much emphasis on it but without really asking the question why do we do this mm-hmm. like, and then, then it goes back again why do we really go to work why am I eating this food why am I moving my body in this way why am I doing this why am I doing that why am I doing that and that's the fundamental question is that no one's everyone's just doing but not asking yeah that's yeah. the thing for me anyway mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. and I guess uh, when, when you become even when you become an expert you know like when you, if you think of someone who's like a genuine genius who really really knows what's up yeah. they just know a little tiny yeah, little piece of of, of like very, something very very small you know and it's kind of like that's the people you know that we look to you know but that, yeah it's, it's uh, I, I just find it fascinating this infinite 
like thing that we're in and I, I guess you can get a little bit disillusioned we're a bit lost in it and a bit like oh my god like but i kind of like that you know yeah like, yeah i love yeah. that i do as well it's like the example though of um, what you're saying there i love that about how you said the, that like someone in a, in a top field can know everything about it but then they don't really know anything about it yeah it's like this table like i could study this table for like oh, a billion years yeah. I could billion years let's put it out there yeah. and I, I, there was still there would still be stuff that I wouldn't even know about yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the infinite that's the infinite yeah. life that's what it's about it's cool, yeah. um, someone else wanted to say before this was actually a question I want to ask you I mean is there any um, is there any in your life now is there any sort of powerful questions that you're asking about life now mm. or um, or I've, things or even things that you're questioning yeah it's, it's really weird because I've been on this like 13 month adventure recently taking like lots of psychedelics and uh, you know a lot of it has been searching and uh, this in my after my last experience I was like oh, I need a break you know so I'm trying not to ask questions but like I'm trying to like ground like my my experience but I keep reading things I'm like oh man that's another box to look in and you know so uh, I guess like the 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 a big question um, that I've been thinking about recently is, is there anything in the world or the universe that we can all agree upon? Oh, what a question. That is a bullet. Whoa. I was actually, you know what, here's something. I was going to actually say love, right? Mm. I was going to say love, but that's a, straight away that's another question that I've been asking is is love just an illusion yeah it is if he is an illusion is yeah. love also an illusion so wow what I a mean, question even not just everyone in the universe I mean just us three in this room yeah I kind of have a, a, an idea of maybe something that we can agree upon but I don't know because I'd have to ask a lot of people but my, my, my only thing I can think of is is numbers you know, one thing is one thing, two things is two things, three things is three things. But then you can get into that, well, is one thing one thing? If you look at it under <laughs> a microscope, it might be a billion things, you know? Well, it's yeah, kind of like, well. I guess it depends on how you look at it, you know? But that's the only only thing that I come to because I've got a thing for numbers. I was kind of like, oh, well, maybe we can agree, like, within this frame of, like, understanding, this cup that's on the table is one cup, you know? When you put it next to the phone, it's two things, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, but yeah because uh, uh, what the reason why I'm, this is the big question like I have other ones like what's the meaning of life and all this kind of stuff you know <laughs> floating around but the reason why I thought this is, is like if you could find something that because I, I guess like my work personally like the the way I see things is I, I would I think that the life is kind of unfair at the moment you know like it's like very unbalanced very small group of people own everything and you know everyone else is fighting over the rest and it's kind of like this um this thing that is just uh not fair and mm. um i was kind of thinking like maybe if there was something that could unify people maybe if there was like an idea or a concept that everyone could like say agree upon maybe there's a framework that could be built from that idea and this is just a thing that come to me when i was uh and i'd taken some psychedelic substances but you know um yeah that's it i just thought that maybe there's like uh um something a framework that could be built from an idea that everyone could agree upon yeah so like start to create something uh, that someone could yeah uh, we all mm. we could all agree on yeah i love that. i love that why why did you actually why did you because in, 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 the first thing that you said was numbers why did you 
was because is there anything like is there any like sort of connection with numbers because you said it, I know you said you did go f- more minute and say that mm-hmm. when you dissect a number it could be like there's numbers within the numbers yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. but why did you why did you say numbers I, I guess that's the only thing that I could think of that that makes sense to me that everyone could agree right. upon but also um I kind of see everything as numbers in a way, you know, like especially like frequency and stuff, you know, like I, I think like everything is frequency. I think like um, science has finally kind of caught up with that in the last hundred years or whatever, mm. that everything is just like vibration and matter is very, very, like yeah. just a very, very small piece of everything. And if you, I, I guess like I don't know like I'm not an expert on this or anything but it's kind of like my understanding of it like it's like sound is frequency um, you know um, like everything is frequency and every frequency has a new numerical value that yeah. you can give to it so basically like numbers are almost like the code for existence so mm. if you could work out a a nice a nicer code you know because at the moment we've got a bit of a broken code that maybe you could build from that code uh some kind of like like uh structure for society yeah that, that was the reason why i asked you for because that's exactly where, where you took it there i was actually thinking because like obviously a lot of uh, like phys- top physicists talk about how everything is like this we think we perceive this object is real you perce- we even perceive ourselves as real but when you go down to find minute details you just realize that we're just code yeah and it obviously gets into the simulation conversation of are oh, we just simulated is yeah. that all the whole world simulated yeah yeah. But that's a, that's a reason why I asked you, I want to ask mm-hmm. you that. Yeah. But um, is, here's a question as well I want to ask you. Is there anything that um, this is one that we've played with a few times? This, I'm this so could be that last question. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm thought-provoking. Yeah, that's engaged. a brilliant, <laughs> brilliant question, by the way. Is there anything though that um, because this will take it down a good route? Is there anything that you um sort of consider a conspiracy? That that's sorry. Is there anything that you consider a fact that someone else would consider a conspiracy? Mm. Um. Or even just to realign that again, is there any, maybe is there anything just, because I think everyone's, like we said before, everyone has different opinions, so one person's going to think it's a fact or whatever. Yeah. But is there anything that you think's a conspiracy that's on your mind at the minute now? That I think is a conspiracy. Like, sorry, not that you have a conspiracy about in your mind, sorry. Um, I don't know, I guess it's like the whole like spirit world. Like, you know, it's kind of like, it's really weird because um, I, I Googled how much of the world are religious or have some kind of faith and it's like, it come up like 84%, I think was the, the number. And it's yeah. like, so most of us believe in God or some form of God, right? And the rest maybe are like scientists, which in my understanding is like a type of God, you know, like it's, it's a type of like a, a philosophy, you know, like a, an understanding of a, a wanting to understand of how we got here. So I guess like it's kind of like this thing we all believe in this thing, but then when you actually bring it up in conversation, as in like, oh yeah, I had this vision, you know, like if you say that to most people, they're a bit like. Huh? <laughs> you know, like I mean, by the moment, I mean, it's becoming more and more apparent. And I say these things, and people seem to get it, and you can communicate about it. But I guess, like a little while ago, there's this thing that this like people will be Christians, and then when you talk about, um, I'm not just Christians, but like you know, that I'm choosing that as an example. Like, but when you talk about things like which happened, like Jesus being resurrected and all this kind of stuff, it like mm. it seems alien to them, you know. So it's kind of like there's almost like there's this conspiracy that spirituality doesn't exist and um but yet everyone like identifies with it and goes to church and believes in it so it's almost like this weird contrast that yeah yeah i think everyone i was was just gonna say i think everyone's like kind of looking for a higher power and beyond themselves Mm -hmm. i mean and when we take in the concept of religion people like to identify is like religion is like an unquestionable 
unanswerable um, being and we almost like praise it but instead I think I think we're also giving that same justice to science as well I think mm-hmm. science is becoming that same religion where we just don't question it don't don't get we acknowledge whatever science says we mm-hmm. deceive as fact yeah. and we're kind of like we're giving away like this power the external power even if even if you don't like, view yourself as like um, a religious person or like someone who believes in a higher power you're giving yourself to science mm. because in the concept of you will you will be seeing an external world right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So I think what I'm trying to say is like a long-winded question <laughs> is um do you think is that um like a key to like society like to open the door so we can all see something um together. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I'm 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 going to be careful here because I've I've like as I said, I've had like 13 months of uh, crazy uh, um, psychedelic experience. And let's let out, out the box one more yeah, time. Yeah. Back I've out. kind of decided that I, I need a break, but um, because and I'm not 100% sure where I stand with a lot of substances in terms of like promotion of them and stuff because I'm still trying to work out exactly what they are yeah. and what they mean. I know a lot of people who have had like these crazy experiences and like for me, my life has changed as a result of taking psychedelic substances, but I guess like... Uh, um, uh, the, the substance I'm speaking about specifically is ayahuasca. Like, um, it's very, very strong, and it, I, I think it can be too much. Like, you know, like it mm. really kind of opens up this insane box. But um, I guess um, taking that out of the equation for a moment, just because, I, as I said, I'm still trying to work out exactly what it is. Other substances like uh, mushrooms and DMT and stuff. Like, I think they can like smoking dmt if you smoke dmt you know it's like what just happened you know it's kind of like for for me personally like everyone has a different experience but it was like a different language a completely different way of experiencing reality you know like with mushrooms i can kind of still um have my a bit of my rational mind and all that kind of stuff like going on at the same time but when you go through on dmt it's like i just experience something completely different that is not um like anything i've ever experienced before and it's like it makes you question you're like what what is this <laughs> you know yeah, what is yeah. what is this life like i've just gone to another like place and it's like i, I don't i i guess yeah like uh, certain substances can really um do that but also like meditation yoga mm. exercise all these things you know can really kind of break down the the the, the walls you know so yeah in, in um in one of your I know we mentioned ayahuasca there but I know in one of your uh, I read this on one of your blog posts actually and um the title of the, this category was um you after you had your the realization for your ayahuasca ceremony one of the realizations that you got was um you says we are created and um we have a blueprint or something mm-hmm. could you actually go a bit further on that what that realization that you got from ayahuasca mm-hmm. can you remember right there yeah I can I can remember that um we're created and we have a blueprint yeah. yeah. What I meant by that, yeah, yes, yeah. it goes it goes back to the the numbers <laughs> to yeah, a certain yeah. extent. I, I I guess, um but not not just numbers actually. I I feel like, um, and again, this is my understanding of reality, like that we are born and we have an essence, like which is the spirit. Um, the spirit stays the same. Like I, I guess I, I can differentiate. Like this is again, this is just my understanding. You have like spirit, then you have soul, and like I, I see soul as like because soul also means like one, right? So I feel mm. like we all have a individual soul, which is like our essence of spirit. Um, so I think we have this soul and this soul purpose, this thing that we're supposed to do, and we are born. 
and we leave all these clues for ourselves or whatever and then you know life one we might be like oh, i don't know and you just die and you don't <laughs> you don't know what the hell happens you know and then life two you might leave some more clues you know and then i guess uh as time goes on you get to know yourself um a little bit more and then maybe after a certain amount of lifetimes you kind of finally realize this what this soul soul purpose is and i guess that's kind of my understanding of what what this blueprint is it's like your essence is the thing that you wake up and you'll do no matter what you know it's like it transcends money transcends everything it's just like you know when you meet mm. someone and they're just in their thing and they're just doing it you know and you could be like whoa you know you really kind of just feel there that they're working from their essence i guess that's my understanding is we have this blueprint but we but at the same time we also have free will that allows us to do something completely different you know so you have have this blueprint it's like i'm just gonna go and do this thing that is nothing to do with my specific blueprint and i i feel like um yeah that's uh where imbalance comes from sickness illness and all that kind of stuff is like stepping away from this specific uh blueprint that that we have so yeah that that's 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 my understanding is that um we've we've kind of uh maybe set up our um reality um prior to coming here and then our job is to to do that do you think do you think we all have a blueprint or do you think it's something we need to find in ourselves i I feel like we all have a blueprint you know but um some people just don't tune in they're just not interested i guess it's like the matrix you know like uh, i can't remember what it was that morpheus says uh, at one point he says something like um if you wake them up they'll die you know like uh, something uh, along them yes, lines yeah, some people are not ready to be unplugged yeah that's yeah you know and it's kind of like i guess that you know it can be too much and that that's why coming back to like things like ayahuasca you can completely and utterly dissolve everything you know and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like oh i'm actually a spirit being i could be an alien i could be this you know this crazy shit and you're like <laughs> man what is going on you know and some of it's like very i find like it's very metaphorical so it's uh um can it can be really really confusing you know so I, I feel like sometimes when you take away that conditioning you know which is your comfort blanket you know that you've you've get got to know your entire life it can be like whoa you know and it really can be a lot to take on you know yeah like that. Yeah, cool. when you when you were saying before as well about um like some about a realization like people are not ready to be unplugged and stuff like that mm-hmm. but what i've noticed about with ayahuasca and things like that and as well as it doesn't even have to be a psychedelic it can be like just daily practices mm-hmm. but the same to be the same to maybe unlock something within you that year that was already there but it just gives you the realization that it's there and you start tapping it more mm-hmm. i mean is there anything with i think i'm sure you mentioned this but within your ayahuasca ceremony or was there anything that sort of um like you sort of this is maybe the right word but switched on like so maybe like you found started like you found a deeper truth about yourself i mean i know you said what well, i mean this might be the one i can't remember I'll let you go into it anyway and explain it, but I think you said about new, new, numerology, sorry, and you yeah. didn't, you didn't, you didn't have an understanding of that, and you took ayahuasca, yeah. and it sort of switched on or ignite, ignited that connection with inside yeah. you. I mean, yeah. is there anything like that? Like, that that you... was that was the the that's the biggest example of a what, what people call a download. <laughs> like I I drank yeah. ayahuasca. And the next day I could read numbers, you know, it was just so weird, you know, it's so mm. freaky and so trippy. It was like, okay, like, so they're like, it's like they're a language and you can, you know, put a load together and it makes a sentence almost, you know, and it's like, um, that's why I see numbers as a code. And it was, I, I guess I kind of like, I've always been interested in, like, I was good at maths when I was younger, but I was, I've never understood like numbers as a language. I guess mm. I had a strong inclination. I guess it comes back to the, the, the blueprint kind of thing, you know, like I always was drawn to numbers Mm. but it was once i done that it was like 
opened up this num- numbers as a language kind of thing and uh yeah it was um um trying to think of anything else what what, what was it that you said again sorry? i don't even know but anyway it's, it's, it's just interesting to me how uh, how it i mean is this is the question i'm asking from that i mean is that is that already within us all? Like, yes, that's yes, a, that's yeah. what I'm asking. Me. I yeah. mean, have you asked yourself that? Is that's, it? Well, that's, that's 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 the point I was trying to make, but um, my brain let me down <laughs> for a second. Um, yeah, I think like everything exists like internally, and uh, I think everyone can access everything, you know, to a certain extent. But some of us are not necessarily supposed to access certain things that. Mm. Um, you know, I, I like to think of us as like, we were talking about, um, you know, the table thing earlier, you know, and looking at under a microscope and it's like millions and millions of pieces, like, and just the illusion of matter. I kind of think if, if we looked at humanity in the same way or like the earth in the same way, like you come back and you see it, it's like, well, the planet is just like one big, like, life thing, you know? Yeah. And um, we're all just like tiny little cogs within that. And I guess like if you use your human, like the human body as an analogy, for example, you know, like you have your heart and your um, your brain and all this kind of stuff, you know, like the brain is the brain, the heart is the heart, the blood is the blood, everything kind of knows its space. And I guess like it's the same for us, you know, we're, we're, one of us might be a heart, one of us might be a brain, but if you're a brain trying to be a heart, you're going to be a pretty shit heart, right? <laughs> you know, yeah, so yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of like, I feel like we all have our specific uh, places and I guess it's our job to find out what that place is and uh, um, yeah yeah like yeah. some people could be a heart for so long and then realise you know what I was a brain all this time <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah I had a good time as a heart but... <laughs> or I was, I, was, I was an arsehole <laughs> yeah yeah some yeah. of us are, I guess some of us are supposed to be arseholes <laughs> I guess if we're using the home, human body analogy right <laughs> exactly <Yeah. laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of people with that, with that statement as well though I mean I, I, don't, I don't feel this but this is just to speak on it because I know I've had a few conversations where that, what you just spoke about there that like, could just be like we're just a part of a bigger of a bigger thing basically mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people when they hear that they they feel that their life isn't valuable anymore because they feel what's the, what's the point because i've heard a load there's loads of people said to me so if i am just a, a little part of this universe mm-hmm. does that like does that make me sort of insignificant have you like ever sort of how do you yeah, sort of play I, with I, that? I think we live in a dual society so like we are both the most insignificant nothing thing ever and simultaneously the most significant you know it's kind of like if you um go back to the big bang a lot of people agree upon that i kind of agree that there was something like that you know what was before that i'm not even going to think about but you know it's kind of like (laughs) there was this moment where we were birthed you know uh as a um you know um like humanity and everything came from this like singular moment you know it's like it was like a piece of bacteria or whatever you know this bang and then the elements and you know then eventually everything kind of evolved and came from from whatever and then now we are who we are human beings with all our little individual lives and stuff you know but ultimately we came from that original space so we are um we're just a tiny speck of nothingness but at the same time we are that original spark that birthed everything so we're everything and nothing um significant and insignificant and it's kind of like yeah, a, yeah. that's the, the way i see things we live mm. in a dual like kind of uh, uh world and um i guess um the 
the point can be you can have a good time, you know, like you can, you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're a human being when you find what you do, like you can love, you can have joy, you know, like all these things, like these emotions we get to feel, you know, like it's like such a, a beautiful experience, you know, like life as a human being, you know, like it's just a, you know, so it can feel like a bit of a mess sometimes, a bit pointless, but you know, if you have like a, a child to look after or something, it's like, oh man, like, hey, that, that gives me, me significance, you know, or you have a specific job or whatever, it's like there's some significance in there, you know, so I, th- I feel like there is a, a ton of significance in like finding your purpose, finding everything, you know, because yeah, um, we can, while we are very insignificant, we can, yeah. one one sentence can completely change the course of, yeah. like someone someone's road for that w- one person that you say it to you yeah know? Or you could say one sentence to one person and they go and re- repeat that sentence to a hundred people you know you have this ripple effect you know and it's just like we really are that powerful you know like yeah. that we can do one singular act of kindness and it can ripple like especially with the internet now you know you can do like one simple thing you know like you have these things where someone gives money to a homeless person or whatever and like records it and then the homeless person goes and you know shares it with other people and then someone starts a, a GoFundMe page and all of a sudden you know like the person's living in a house you know and then that person starts taking care of people and it's just like huh, you know like this yeah. is what's happening now the world is getting smaller you know like these ripples are, are happening mm. on a much more intense scale and it's kind of like a really uh, yeah we, we are we are significant. I love that how you brought up the internet there, and that's a beautiful example of how the internet can be used for positivity mm-hmm. as well. And I, and I think a lot of people as well. I think a lot of the younger generation, in my eyes, um, are seeing stuff like this, and they're starting to like resonate with more, more like saying, "Oh, you know what? That's an amazing thing to do. I'm going to copy that." Mm-hmm. But then there's also a lot of people who are who uh, I know you've got truth to you on social media, and it's, and it's huge. But there's also a lot of people who are um, who are on social media and it's really struggling to find themselves in this world. Mm-hmm. And I think social media as well, even though it's a powerful tool, can also be a part of the problem as well. If you don't really address like the dangers of what's what what can be caused. I mean, you've const- I'm not saying you, but like uh, to the um, listener itself, like you could be one of these people who's really like lived your life through the eyes of a social media and you forget what the aspect of it is to be human mm-hmm. because you've lived so long in like the eyes of a social media and how people want you to be perceived how yeah. your friends want you perceived mm-hmm. like how you wanted them there to show them but i think truthfully there is something that we need to like understand with social media there is like this like power and energy and if you don't really understand it you mm-hmm. can really lose who you are yeah you can really lose the human experience yeah i think it is it's social media is like a perfect example of how you can like do so much good and so much bad in the same like with the same thing you know and it's kind of like it's i personally believe that social media is a a major component of this awakening that has happened because it has allowed people to like you know you don't need a lot of the world to agree on an idea for there to be a lot of people who've like embraced that idea, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like, no matter what you do, you can kind of find a tribe of people that are doing the same thing, you know, no matter how obscure it is, you know, it's like you can find a ton of people online that are kind of doing that thing, you know? And, um, I feel like social media has given people the ability, ability and platform and the internet as well, you know, like in general, it's given people the, that, um, so they can do that and ideas are flowing more freely and yeah. like you know there's a, a platform for media companies that would have always got shut down is the, the way people used to think before um, but then simultaneously it's addictive you know it's like um, and it <clears throat> gives people 
other people a platform that maybe have a, a darker message, you know, or, you know, like it can often um, um, celebrate like materialism and all these kind of things, you know. And um, so, pe- and it also uh, gives you the opportunity to observe someone's life constantly you know and like uh for some people if you're unhappy you know you might be comparing yourself like on a on a daily basis to someone else or yeah. you know someone else's experience and mm. um i feel like simultaneously it is one of the most amazing t- amazing tools but at the same time um quite dangerous for you know it, it is very addictive like there's this little kick of dopamine you get you know like when you put a facebook status up you know and everyone's like liking and commenting and it's all that you know and it's like oh that really cool person liked my thing yeah. you know it's like you get acceptance from it don't yeah. you get acceptance like mm. where people think they finally accepted me as one of the tribe on yeah. social media and mm. now that they've liked my post yeah for sure but, it's but, like when like loads of people see something like you have an idea and like you know it can be it can be addictive but at the same time it's like that idea might have gone unnoticed without it you know so it's mm, kind true. of like uh, I, I think I think like sometimes we need these this disruptions happen I think like social media is one of them like it's a disruption and then it's like how do you like it's like we've broken society to a certain extent, yeah, you know, yeah. a little bit. We've like broken it a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, the, the good stuff, maybe we can like take the good stuff and like, how do we kind of like fix, you know, some of the less positive um, things? Because there, there's new like uh, disorders and stuff, you know, like uh, social media, like related things, you know, like which you're getting diagnosed with in a, in a, the, by your psychiatrist and stuff, mm. which didn't even exist before, you know. So yeah. it's like created all these new kind of, uh, problems but at the same time i I personally think it's a a really really good thing but it just needs to i don't know actually this is this is getting me thinking because it's kind of like can it be a perfect thing no you know and who has the right like i I guess people should be free in what they do i I guess the the problem is if there's a few really really smart people manipulating everyone else to make their platform grow it's not really okay to do that you know like so i guess that's the 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 real debate you know like but at the same time it's like free will you know like does do do we really need someone watching and telling us you can't do this you can't do that you know it's like if you Mm. want to take drugs you want to eat pizza you want to do whatever you know it's your choice right you know it's like as long as you're not harming other people it's it's okay you know like we have a choice if we want to although like it can often feel like we don't have a choice we have a choice if we want to wake up at 6am and get get on your phone straight away and like be on there all day and not really get anything done you know so Mm. it's kind of almost like you maybe we have these hurdles that get placed in front of us and we just need to find a way to jump over them hurdles to um but yes i guess it's uh i don't really know you know it's kind of like uh there's 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 pros and cons to everything and i I, just seeing the fact that so many people are there's so many communities that have arisen and so many things that have happened as a result of social media i see it as a as a good thing you know but it's so big that it's hard to to know what's happened in every um piece of it you know yeah yeah. do you feel it's moving too fast uh i like i like I like rapid change, you know, it's like, I feel like we need that, you know, I feel like we need like, it shook up, you know, like society, you know, and it's like, maybe there was like more controlling, um, dominant forces that were like, 
you know, we like we show you what the news is. You know, like the news, even the words the news is like we're the news and nothing else is the news. <laughs> Almost, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like no, that's like a little piece of what you're ch- choosing to show us. And now it's like, well, I'm going to start my own blog and I'm going to talk about meditation and you know aligning my chakras and drinking green tea and veganism and all that <laughs> kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, that that's become a thing. Like if you look at like things like veganism, for example, you know, it's like exploding you know like so many people were uh um changing their habits you know based upon things that they probably wouldn't have happened without like social media and without this uh um kind of emergence so i don't think we can ever get things perfect you know but yeah i i, I see i do see it as a as a as a step in the right direction and th- for things to to move faster i think sometimes we need like our, our world to just completely change for us to um, to for things to be shook up, but I guess it's always been like this. Like this, this is the most rapid piece of change that has existed in like recorded history, I guess, or the history mm-hmm. as we know it. You know, like these last ten, fifteen years has just been like mm. insanity. Like nothing like this has ever happened before. But at the same time, if you look at the seventies, the eighties, the sixties, they're all different, right? They're all like everyone's yeah. dressing different, everyone's yeah, acting yeah. different, everyone's saying different words, everyone's kind of like uh you know, but th- this is change like that change, but just more more intense i think i think like the 60s and 70s was the was like round one <laughs> let's give everyone lsd yeah. and you know <laughs> and to start creating new language and like you know really kind of get going it's like okay we, we, we need a little recovery time over that and then it's like okay these uh these last uh, this last decades it's like let's uh, let's let's go at it again with instead of having the tv we have the internet you know and uh, the tv and radio we have internet and it's like we can go harder this time you know and uh I do feel like we we are we're guided and we're being helped and you know society's been pushed in the right direction but we're having a few teething problems at the same time. Yeah, we we, <laughs> yeah. we, we keep seeing this all the time though. Is um did did like generations in the past like you said the seventies and stuff like that did they see it? we kept saying oh did they see that they were going to be the ones who was going to change it we, we'll be the ones that change it <laughs> yeah. and the next t- ten years later no we're going to be the generation that <laughs> yeah, changes yeah. it then now we're seeing it and then another generation is going to be like no we're going to be the ones that's seeing it yeah. how far does this go back does this go all the way back to the ancient Egyptians where we say no we were going to be the ones that's going to change yeah. it <laughs> I, I guess uh, maybe there are some people like so I think history is distorted you know like the the actual timeline of history is like all over the place you know people can't agree on it I, I, I like looking at words and the uh, the um, like structure of words and if you look at history it's actually his story right that's the word his story yeah. so it's like the story of man you know and it's uh, you know it's kind of uh, um I feel like it's distorted um, what, what, what was I talking about <laughs> um <laughs> What, what, Sorry, what when you were, actually when you were, when you were talking there about I'll pull it back you know just for the question <laughs> yeah. but I mean um, are you I know you you were talking about the Egyptians there and stuff like that um, obviously I know you've got a tattoo as well of the is that the eye it's eye of Horus on your hand the isn't eye it? of Horus and the eye yeah, of yeah. yeah I mean what because it, it's it, very a lot of people that we interact with and me myself as well and very interested in sort of um, like ancient cultures of the past and there's definitely something that we're, we're, there's something that's been that we're not being told or something that's been hidden or something that's just naturally sort of dissolved from our past i mean what fascinates you about sort of because obviously you can see you've got a tattoo mm-hmm. on your hand you yeah obviously i know you've you're very interested mm-hmm. in ancient cultures and stuff like that but what's it about sort of our past that fascinates you it's um they obviously knew something that we we didn't and it's like you come you fast forward to our time it's uh um 
we kind of think we know, you know, what's up. We think we understand science. We think we understand like yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact of the matter is like the Egyptians put up these pyramids, <laughs> like, you know, with like millions of millions of blocks that, you know, weigh more than what a crane can lift, you know, and they're so precisely built. And it's like, there was obviously some like to build that uh, i can't remember uh, uh, the the exact numbers but it would have been like lay 10 of these stones for like 100 years or something you know yeah. ten, 10 a day for 100 years and uh, without stopping you know to actually build something like that so they must have done something to create that and like you know what 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 was that because they obviously knew something that we didn't so i just find it you know we often think of ourselves as the most advanced society you know yeah. um but maybe we're not. Maybe there was a, a, a different way, a different type of advanced, you know, like just because yeah. they didn't have internet and all this kind of stuff, you know. Maybe there was like telepathy. Maybe they could anti-gravity, all these kind of stuff, you know. Like I don't really know enough about it to go mm. into it, but something happened, you know, <laughs> when like because the, the pyramids are not, they're, they're not like the Great Pyramid of Egypt and um, they're not the only ones, you know. They're all over yeah, the world. Cool, yeah. It's kind of like... S- s- advanced ancient civilizations exist and they were doing stuff that um, actually we that, can't do yeah, now yeah yeah I'm, I wish you were on some point of being well I really went down loads of rabbit holes with, with this and there's actually just to change it up a bit as well there's actually um, I don't know if you're familiar with this but there was an um, article I think or a, a documentary I can't remember where I've seen it now but it was talking about how even in Antarctica now there's you know how the ice capsules are melting and stuff mm-hmm. like that the the pyramids there's pyramids actually starting to become uncovered and stuff like that yeah. and obviously the government are trying to hide it up and saying no 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 you can't go there mm-hmm. but what's interesting to me with that conversation as well I think it's Graham Hancock he talks about how um, Antarctica is actually it wasn't positioned where it is now it's because of the tectonic plates have shifted a little mm-hmm. bit so it used to, it was located in um, oh, I can't remember it was located somewhere else in the world but it was a hotter climate anyway mm-hmm. so that would allow civilization to sort of thrive and grow grow mm-hmm. and build develop pyramids whatever and then an asteroid hit the planet whatever tectonic plate shifted Antarctica shifted ice capsules pyramids all uncovered and stuff like that but um what was interesting to me, and we've talked about this, but um, Hitler, I think it was Hitler in the Cold War, Russia, mm-hmm. he sent over, like in the middle of the Cold War, like the arguably the biggest war of all time, he sent over 30,000 soldiers into Antarctica. Okay. And then you could ask the question, why was he in? The, why was he sending soldiers yeah. into Antarctica? And there's rumours that he was actually um, trying to uncover um, like ancient technologies and ancient okay. histories. And there's obviously rumours about like Hitler being fascinated by that element of, of life and survival. I think mm-hmm. it's crazy, well, mate. The Cold War. Is it the Cold War? Uh, that was uh, Russia and America. That one. Um, it, during World War Two, he sent. Uh, he must have sent soldiers then. Yeah. It's like, oh, just like I was. World War Two. Like, I Cold War was after the World War Two. Yeah. Just, Maybe it was just the unless meat, unless I was Antarctic's a Antarctic's cold. Yeah. Unless, <laughs> that must <laughs> have been. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was it just was trying. Just, I, just want, I just want to know the, uh, yeah, the, the cold, name because I want to look into it myself. Yeah. No. The, the, what my understanding is that the Cold War was. Um, so, well, it might just be a mistake, but it was in the time area where, so the Russians, Germany chose to go to Russia, uh-huh. and obviously that was one of the downfalls, they chose to go to Russia when it was in the, that's why they called it the Cold War, they chose, I think, anyway, it might be a mistake, someone will probably message saying, ah, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's my understanding is that, because Germany chose to go over there, to, they chose that point in time, and it was when Russia were in the coldest period of their sort of the seasons, mm-hmm. and obviously that was their downfall, and that's why, and he's pretty, as he was oh. doing that though at the same time, 
which is obviously a big decision to go and fight someone in another country when it's freezing cold and your mm-hmm. men aren't used to it or whatever. Okay, yeah. And then obviously, he, but he said at that same time, he sent 30,000 soldiers to Antarctica mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And obviously to uncover ancient technologies, which mm-hmm. I think is fascinating. You, Whether it's true or not. Did but you find anything? Like, did you, what? you would never hear about, would you? But there, there were a lot of um, German... Uh, Nazi scientists that were taken by the American drug. They were given... NASA, um, funded NASA, didn't they? What's the... Uh, they were forgiven. Well, what it was, I can't remember yeah. the word. You know? For, forgi- forgiven, yeah. forgiven, forgiven for a big... Their, in, for their sins. A to, huge quotation yeah, yeah. mark. We'll let you off. <laughs> yeah. You help us build the atomic bomb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like... The, I can't remember the name of it. I, the, is this, 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 there was a declassified document. I remember watching watching something about that. And they, they let them in and... Uh, um, yeah, you have to wonder why they wanted wanted the yeah. scientists. They must be must have known something, right? Get, get <laughs> it. it was to, it was to create the atomic bomb. I think that, that wanted the um wanted to finalize the um the whole. They wanted to, the the German um, scientists were trying to split the atom, and and when they didn't want to see anything when they were there, and then the um the Americans told them they said oh, they finally split the atom mm-hmm. so the all the scientists were like how how to do it and so they all started like yeah. working together in this like mansion and they all started like figuring it out mm-hmm. and then basically like the Americans just came in and went thanks and then yeah and basically used that you're not gonna that no, I mean, not, never gonna let something like that that slip someone i mean it's all been through time like, like great scientists and stuff like that they're never gonna let that slip they're gonna you're gonna want them on your team you're mm-hmm. gonna no matter what they've done like yeah. they, there's always a gender behind like the americans like we said before i mean the nazis there's rumors that the nazis are actually they they were the founders of nasa like of mm-hmm. space travel because yeah. there's, there's rumors that um this is going out there but there's rumors there that um that even like Adolf, Adolf Hitler and at his time of his scientists were trying to develop technologies for space travel mm-hmm. at that time. I know that's yeah. deep. I've, I mean, people may think it's a conspiracy, it was, whatever, yeah. but it's fascinating. What's anyway. the bell? There was a bell or something. That, well. uh, yeah, that's an, uh, have you heard about that Nazi bell? No, no. That's really fascinating. That I mean, this could be this could be absolute bullshit. Right? <laughs> but it's just you know when you like go down rabbit holes and you find information on yeah. it. About, I never like to just to just dismiss stuff. I like to actually mm-hmm. like let. Let the information come through, isn't it? I think that's what you've always got to do. You can't be closed-minded because yeah. in, in life, there's been things that I've been so close, close-minded on and then now I look back and think, why were you so close-minded on yeah. that? Because yeah. yeah, you find more truth within it yeah. and it resonates a bit more. But anyway, the Nazi German bell is um, was uh, supposedly was a... Um, Something that uh, Hitler manufactured, basically a time machine. That's what the, that's what the rumors were. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, the what happened was is that the, um, after the World War, I think it was the Americans or the British went into Germany to try and find that. Mm-hmm. And there's like a big documentary on this on YouTube. And uh, they went and it was wasn't there. It was disappeared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then there was rumors around the conspiracy theory that he actually it actually worked. Yeah. And the Bell, Nazi Bell actually travelled in spheres and time travelled. Mm-hmm. But then what's fascinating, right? Whether whether this is a load of shit or whatever, but it's just a conversation we have. <laughs> yeah. We can have these conversations because we're open, yeah, exactly. But there's a rumor that um that to that day, twenty years later, the the Nazi German Bell like came back. That's what the people that's what people talk about. Yeah. And they said that um and there's there's lots of eyewitness accounts of actual uh, a military truck, American military truck. Mm-hmm. Going into, uh, I can't remember what country it was. It came back to or whatever. Maybe I'm not too sure anyway. But um, the Nazi, they believe that it was a, a big bell with the Nazi symbol on, it. and it was yeah. coming out like, on a military truck coming out with like loads of military force, like pushing it out and taking it out yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That was that was the documentary explored that. <laughs> that was a long time I watched that. <laughs> yeah. I think I was about fifteen or something. Like that. But doesn't even isn't the Nazi symbol itself is is that a symbol for peace as well? Yeah, it? I think it's an inverted symbol of. Uh, I think it's like a Hindu symbol. Um, one one of the articles on our website was was about this, but it was a long time ago. But I, I do feel like there there's a lot of. Uh, 
symbology used for you know like people maybe <clears throat> take something like the the nazi symbol for example and then they make people hate the symbol and the symbol might actually represent something that is peaceful i guess the most uh, um, recent example of this is they they use isis as um the symbol for islamic terrorism you know but they didn't act they, they call themselves daesh you know um and so the the name isis is an acronym um f- um which uh is also the name of um the egyptian goddess of love you know so yeah. it's like in the news we're seeing this over and over again isis you know uh terrorist 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 but really you know it's symbolizing femininity something that's missing now you know it symbolizes love something that is missing now you know and it's kind of like i do feel like a lot of the time um below the 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 um under the surface of what we perceive in the news and symbols and all that kind of stuff, there is um, like a deeper agenda and messages and stuff. Here's well, something. Let's take. Let's take it here. Screw it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, this is the question I've been asking myself. Is because I'm trying. I'm going to try. I'm trying to think how to be heading out like sort of context this, which doesn't just sort of just dump it in people's minds of like. Because a lot, a lot of people really aren't ready for this reality shift and like this conversation anyway. And really, they aren't they really aren't because I've had this with people who are perceivers who are ready for it and and they're not. But anyway, um, so basically, what, what the question I want to try and raise is that so with we've both got social media pages. You've got a big social media page. I've got a huge social media page. But with and that's that's very varied. So you've got one and I've got one, mm-hmm. and that's like two different channels. So that's two different. Even if you give a bit of different different information to us it's two different perspectives but mm-hmm. in the time of um world war Two and things like that or world war one mm-hmm. i don't know a lot about it but i'm just at, like making assumptions of that i know in that time any period anyway there was only i think there was only i mean this might be wrong i think there's one or two news um media channels or, or maybe it was one mm-hmm. and everyone i think it was like a paper form or in a radio there were the two channels mm-hmm. and then you got to ask the question who were them two channels like controlled by and they were like they were dictated by an agenda, yeah. so I, like we keep asking this question. This goes deep, and people aren't like I said. I'm trying to like cover me tracks here, and people aren't <laughs> ready for this. But I keep asking this question of us. We know now in I mean, look at nine eleven, like uh, stuff like that. I mean, I'm not sure you probably went down that rabbit hole as well of nine eleven. But even at that time period, like I'm really at the point where I know that that was the inside job, and mm-hmm. the government did do that as an agenda mm-hmm. for propaganda. But that they did that at a time where there was. The internet was 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 here. Was starting to like come to fruition, and there was like there was lots lots of varied media channels, and they could they actually created a situation at that time where there was still varied point of views. Mm-hmm. But World War Two was at a time where there wasn't varied information. Mm-hmm. So if they could do that then, and they could still arguably do it now, and we don't bat an eyelid mm-hmm. on certain areas, whatever it is, could they have done manufactured? And this is deep, mm-hmm. but could they have manufactured a situation? I'm not saying it's like nothing in life is like black or grey you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. not it's, there's always two there's more points to the conversation but could they have actually manufactured a situation where they did perceive Hitler as a bad guy and, and that's that's out there and that might blow people's oh, minds and he he wasn't the bad guy you mean he wasn't the bad yeah. guy I mean I don't know anything about that to be fair but I don't think these things are impossible like, I, I've kind of like come to um I don't even know why I went there. But <laughs> yeah, just, uh... yeah, we went deep there. <laughs> no, no, but um, I, I, I guess um, like we, it, 
using common sense like if you actually use common sense and you look at what the the like mainstream media or like I like to call them the old media because I think that they're sl- the, this model is slowly dying out yeah, people yeah. are demanding change mm-hmm. um, but this old media model they consistently manipulate you know they consistently manipulate to push their own agenda you know so um, not I don't know anything about the specific example that you just just uh, said, but they definitely do make people out to be the the bad guy when they're not necessarily the bad guy. They do um, manipulate people's opinions, you know, to to push certain agendas. I get. I guess it's like when I was thinking about this earlier, actually, which is uh, kind of ties in. I was thinking about like uh, you know Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. You know, it's like. Who actually supports Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton? It's not like you you chose them to support them. It's like they were yeah. the options that were manufactured and create like <clears throat> um, built up and created so someone could support them. You know, mm. they're not actually the choices. Are yeah. they? they're the the options that were placed in front of people? And then uh, a specific news channel will pedal one of them and another one will like push the other one forward you know and it's kind of like um yeah they no matter if there's a a, a democratic news channel they always make out the other party to be bad <laughs> and mm. their person to be good you know so it's kind of like it doesn't matter what who the person is that's what they they seem to do it, it says to, it, it says to me though you jump in after i'll speak to this point quickly yeah, yeah. two seconds i was going to say it, it seems to me that um what i've noticed is that it seems to be that it's a lot of distractions of of that. It's like become a game. It's become like a video game where you like pretend that the people that you have a choice. So the people, it's like it, it taps into this because I know as well that there's a lot of um a deep a lot of deep psychology that actually goes into these like thinking about these um these like media what do you call them or what would I call it media campaigns yeah media campaigns there's a lot of psychology of like and it taps into that deep essence of we want to be a part of a team yeah. you want to be tri- you want to that, that tribal essence I mean it goes in for football mm-hmm. all around the world all sports teams people want to be a part of something yeah. and I think people understand that but within that what I find is that it's a it's a distraction from the bigger questions like let the little let the little monkeys that's what I like to say let the little monkeys play with all these little minor minute like pretend they've got an cho- option pretend they've got a mm-hmm. choice while we sort of where all the bigger options like global warming, all the big changes like should we get off petrol fuels, like the real changes that need to happen, or like f- people forget about them. Not for in our hands. Yeah, people yeah. forget about them mm-hmm. and distract. It's like a big distraction. That's yeah. what I feel. Anyway. And a lot of false information seems to happen, you know. So it's like people. I feel like we they kind of divide people up as much as humanly possible, and yeah. it's 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 hard to um, to come together when they create so many things for us to disagree upon you know and it's like but i feel like me like me the old media does kind of push like the dualistic kind of you know this option or this option you know and like no compromise and then people become on uh hyped up on one side people become hyped up on the other side and then it just creates a an absolute mess you know so yeah maybe like an alternative thought of this like um or understanding is like um, this old media could be actually a lot more advanced than we think, and they've actually come to the point of they they themselves like released the internet, giving us the idea of change. But really, secretly, they are still in control because they've got us. They know how we'll respond. So maybe they still 
this whole game is still still playing into their hands. So it either could be that way or it could be the other way where we think, you know what, this is our chance where you can yeah. fight and we can use this technology. I think they've actually made a mistake, mate. I really do. I think <laughs> I think they've really underestimated the human uh, psyche. That's what, I, that's what I find. I really think they've underestimated. Like I can't remember what, what was it. I'm not too sure on this, but was the internet... Do you think just completely Was it developed by the military? The I've seen it was developed by the military complex, wasn't it, um, for some... I can't remember what it was for. I'm sure the military complex developed it and then obviously it led in, fed in other feeds. But I think the, I think it's a mistake. I mean, I think everyone makes mistakes in life and I think, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes. Someone got fired, <laughs> yeah, basically. Someone definitely got fired. Right? Someone yeah. didn't just get fired, yeah. they got killed. Yeah. <laughs> someone, someone messed up. No, but I, I, I personally, uh, I'm, I'm an optimist. I, I think that we, we have, uh, the world's a beautiful place and, you know, we there's hope you know, and everything's kind of unfolding. Like I feel like we're we're guided and supported, and we have like spirits that are guiding us and supporting us. And I, I personally believe that we're stepping into a new era and a new way of being. You know, and I I I, I feel like um, in like me like for example, something that's happening with this old old media is like they having to report on things that they didn't have didn't report on before because all the alternative or new media I like to call the alternative new because we, otherwise it remains alternative right so yeah. the, the the new media reports on these things and they've become quite big so they're, they're sharing these new ideas that the old media used to never report on so they have to report on it to keep up with it so it's like the snake eating its own tail you know it's like there's or you know they uh um they have to do this they have to destroy themselves to keep to stay current but eventually they're 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 gonna fall apart i, I personally believe that's uh that's what's happening that's cool that, <laughs> yeah. I love that. What, what do you what do you actually think i mean what do you envision like in the future like do you envision in it, in it like do you think that do you think in the future that um because it, it, even now to a certain degree i mean they are already trying to put practices in place now where we know that I mean even there's like new terms being branded like in the past like the conspiracy term was branded and, and now it's fake news and stuff mm-hmm. like that and it seems to be that they're trying to it's like a, a last ditch sort of pull to try and police police again like become mm-hmm. a police I mean there's that's true what, what, what was I mean is it what's it called net new, new net, tr- neutrality. Yeah. net neutrality where people are, they're trying to actually police certain systems on the internet I mean do you think do you think that that could actually be put in place, or do you think that'll be? I, I just don't think it, people. Is it too far gone? I now? think things have gone too far, you know. And it will. I don't, I I kind of see it. Um, that the what's the what's the 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 goddess the, with the snake heads where they chop off one Medusa. head and Medusa where one, yeah. one comes off and two grows back I think that's kind of what what um the people who would like to control are doing they're like chopping off one head and we're growing two heads every time you know yeah, it's kind that. of like uh, um that you keep pushing but they just seem to be uh destroying the system that they've they've built you know and I personally mm. believe that we're entering a new era of where people are more creative, more loving, more compassionate. But at the same time, um, I don't think they're going to quite give up until, you know, they're like completely defeated, (laughs) you know, almost. But uh, I think um, it's really interesting. Like uh, there seem to be a lot of people in certain positions. A lot of people are very, very like conspiracy theory um, on, on a lot of things like Hollywood actors and all that kind of stuff. But I personally believe that a lot of people have stepped into these roles. They've got to a certain position of power. Um, I don't know if power is the right word, but of influence. And um, they're kind of changing course, you know, like talking about like issues that matter and stuff, you know. Um, and um, I feel like 
some of these people are going to really help like you know shift and uh, create yeah. create a change no, you know and it's kind of like sometimes you have to mingle with people that you you not necessarily that aligned with to get into a certain position to be able to share a message of peace love and all that kind of stuff you know and it's sometimes you kind of like i guess there's different people like i know people who would never ever do that in a million years you know they'd never like uh um talk to certain groups of people and all that kind of stuff you know because they're so like concrete in their belief of what's right and what's wrong but some people are willing to compromise on certain things so they can step into this position you know and Mm. uh, I feel like that's very important as well you know like certain people um, you know who knows maybe all the social media stars that got famous for you know uh, uh, selfies of their their bum cheeks and stuff yeah. and they're like you know step in and start talking about spirituality and all this kind of yeah, stuff and, I, I, you know share it to a completely <laughs> different audience and I guess a good example of that is like Russell Brand you know like I, I really like Russell Brand I think he's really really good you know but he, he didn't reach the spiritual community he reached the people who read the Daily Mail you know like yeah. so it's kind of like he he um, shared a message got a lot of hatred for it um, and helped people who were not usually into that kind of stuff you know mm. obviously you probably got more haters than lovers <laughs> you know but yeah. i feel like uh, i don't know you know he's yeah, like <laughs> yeah yeah you know but it's like i think he reached certain certain people who would have never been reached if he yeah had, I, I think that's a, that was a really good point that because i think that's that's a big crucial point in time is actually trying to because a lot of time when you have these deep conversations you're already preaching to the converted mm-hmm. i mean you need it there's a time that i think it's at a time now where you actually need to find that find that medium to the bridge to people who aren't really aware of these topics and that's yeah. what that's what it's doing but when you were saying about before about truth before um what i think is so powerful about it and why i think we are seeing the likes of i know jim carrey just used an example and you said russell brand mm-hmm. but people are stepping more into that i mean i even heard an example of um leonardo DiCaprio. i think it was he was mm-hmm. i mean he's pushing the, was it the ayahuasca movement or, or, oh, really? I can't remember what was it you pushing I oh, sorry sorry animal rights animal, yeah, animal, animal rights I think yeah. it was and uh, mm-hmm. climate change but it, it says to me and I thought about this is that it's truth is like um, this is going a bit deep but truth is like an energy to me mm-hmm. and I think when you when you start stepping into it a little bit more like it opens up a door for you mm-hmm. like the essence of truth whatever whatever truth is I know truth is a very uh, open very broad term but there's something that opens up with inside yourself and when you, it's like an energy and you start when you start playing in it a little bit more, it's like it's like a spiral, and it mm-hmm. goes round and round and round and round yeah. and round, and you can't go you can't go back. And that's what I feel that like truth is a awareness that's spreading around the planet now, and people are like everything's becoming more truthful now. People yeah. want to know, like even with social media, whatever mm-hmm. it is, people want to know who you really are. Like and it, and, and people are getting the sense that the the sense of bullshit, the sense and whatever it is it's like the truth is like a it's like a magnetic pull in the yeah. universe that's what i feel yeah. and that's why i think it's heaven. i feel like truth is the ultimate freedom but sometimes freedom can be scary you know so that's my understanding like I, I, a while ago i wrote down like my uh um values and the core values and at the top of the list was like honesty you know and truth you know so it's kind of like and the next was kindness so it's, it's kind of like i feel like um truth is is everything you know once once you peel back all the layers and you see the world for what it truly is people can actually step into what it is that they're here to do you know but there's so much deception and stuff and it's like i mean i've always been a very honest person but when i guess when i was a little bit younger there were certain things i was less honest about and like not honest with myself necessarily and um you know like that's what a lot of people are not honest Mm. with themselves and i guess that as a value is it's all uh, it's important that you you do that with yourself as well um 
but um it's a weight you know when you when you carry around dishonesty with you it's like oh you know like when if you like I, I see some people they have like this, this life of lie you know where like they're you know maybe like lying to their girlfriend lying to this person you know uh cheating and stealing and it's like man like you can see it in their face you can see the the weight that they have to carry around with them and i i feel like honesty is definitely a step that humanity needs to take you know like there's we don't need to lie you know like if you if you live a, a a clean life you know like there's no more repression and hiding you know like we all have our past you know like um well what what was it the jesus said um him without sin cast the first stone you know it's like yeah. we all carry with this bullshit right we've all done shit <laughs> that we're not proud of and, and stuff you know and storing it away in a little box and pretending it didn't happen I, I, I feel like you know it's not the way but it's like no one can really hold anything over you once you once you uh once you live an honest life and you stop carrying shame for your past you know it's like forgive yourself yeah it's like i don't care you know you can look at my internet search history if you want <laughs> <laughs> you can do what you want to do, you know. You can look at all these love poems I wrote for wrote for my exes. You can you do do whatever you got to do. You know? Don't like, don't I, look at don't look at mine. Yeah, 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 okay. well, that's where I'm at. I'm just like you know, nothing nothing more to hide. You know, it's like I'm you know, and I, I feel like a, a a level of freedom comes with just uh, you know not giving a shit people think that is, that is <laughs> the point I think that is beautiful I think that's the point to, that's the point to wrap it up there that was honestly what a point to finish off brother. what a point that was amazing thanks so much for listening to the podcast it really does mean a lot to me and Chris that each week you're tuned into this thing it really does so anyway if you can please consider supporting the podcast for our Patreon page it really would be helping us out in supporting what we're doing and you can find the Patreon page via our website at the Ascend podcast website or there's also a link in the description on the podcast app that you listen to this on now. If you scroll down, the link to the Patreon page is in the description. So anyway, we'll catch you next week where we have another amazing episode as always. Peace. <laughs>